this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and you are in the right place at the right time, no matter where you're at or when it is. But this is a live discussion-driven chat show. We are live right now on Facebook, VK, and Rumble, and we'll be getting into a discussion tonight, as we always do. But it is Thursday night, and that means rant night. That's our theme tonight. Whatever we get into around our discussion, we will be ranting and complaining and bitching about it. All the nonsense and bullshit going on in the world. I've got some stuff set aside I want to talk about, some stuff I want to complain about on my mind. But anything at all you guys want to get into, we're going to get into that. But like I said, anything. So settle in and enjoy. And remember to like and share. Get this out. We're just a little independent show, completely dependent on you guys in order to be seen and to get out there and and all of that. So please help us with that. And you can do that by liking the video, hitting rumble on rumble, any way that you like, wherever we're at, because we go up everywhere after the show. And if you're here later on, do all this stuff, too. If you're watching a rewatch, like the video, share it out and comment, take part in the discussion. Let me know you were here. I love hearing from you guys, and I want to hear what you think about whatever we get into or anything at all. So take part, and if you can, please support this show. We do need your support. Everything here is expensive, and everywhere we're wanting to do is it also costs money, and we're trying to head in a direction where this is my full-time job, and I'm doing this for you all the time, making content for you all the time on a constant basis. So We'll be able to do so much more at that point. It's going to give us so much more freedom to do it. So if you can support this show, please do at the Show.com Under the support us tab, you're going to find a whole lot of ways to do it. 
We'll talk about that more later on. But thank you guys for all of that and all of your support, everyone that does help us to keep the lights on around here. I really appreciate it. But there is a ton of stuff going on in the world right now. Um, we could get into any of this because I never know what's going to come up. But they are experimenting whether or not stimulating brains can lead to controlling them. So there is real studies going on right now. And tremendous advances have apparently been made since Pavlov's experiments on manipulating reactions in animals. Um, Pavlov's experiments, in which he trained dogs to salivate in response to a signal such as the bell, showed that the mind could be conditioned to react automatically to stimuli. But he looked forward to a time when science could manipulate the brain directly. And in a passage eerily accurate in describing today's neural imaging, he wrote, if we could look through the skull into the brain of a consciously thinking person, then we should see playing over the cerebral surface a bright spot with fantastic waving borders, constantly fluctuating in size and form and surrounded by a darkness, more or less deep, covering the rest of the hemispheres. So he was very into controlling humans. All of his research, in fact, had to do with human applications, even though he was studying it on animals. He, his, his studies actually were very vast. You hear about the Bell one, but there was much more to it. And it's having to do with a lot of the things that are going on now and the things they're planning and talking about. Like we talked about Neuralink last night, stuff like that, and AI manipulation. Another thing that I saw in the media was uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has now addressed Demi Lovato, who said it is uh, insensitive to call aliens, you know, from outer space. Uh, aliens. That's rude. We should call them extraterrestrials. And she made those comments ahead of her new documentary series, Unidentified, in which Demi Lovato is going to find out the truth about UFOs. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson tells her that aliens don't have any feelings, which is interesting because Neil deGrasse Tyson is not a scientist. He's an actor. But he says when he refers to aliens, just to be specific, he always says space aliens, which is total nonsense that he's in charge of selling. Um, that new documentary, Fauci's documentary, Fauci, that Disney made piece of bullshit that's going around right now, continuing the propaganda that he's amazing, you know, with his action figure and all that nonsense. Well, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't giving you the audience score. They had a 91% for a critic score, but no audience score, no audience rating for it at all. Well, now they've released one. And it's 91% critics, mind you, 2% users. That's with over 500 reviews last I checked. It's not doing very well as far as the quality of it as judged by people who've seen it. But critics, they loved it. So apparently it does a very good job of selling this bullshit, but is not very good as a documentary. I'm surprised. Disney makes such great cartoons I can't believe they didn't make a nice documentary about Fauci. There was so much interesting to cover there. I'm sure they didn't get into any of the AIDS stuff, any of the things he's done to kill people along his career and to enrich himself. And that's probably why the audience didn't like it. But Zuckerbuck uh, apparently helped swing the 2020 election for Biden by spending about $419 million that he funneled through nonprofits to donate to the campaign to help Biden get elected. Thought that was interesting. 
Uh, will anything come of that? You know, Russia rigged our election with six memes and they went wild with that for over a year talking about how awful that was. This is demonstrable manipulation by a huge figure in media. So I'm sure there's a lot of ways that's wrong. And in some positive stuff to talk about before we get started, Arkansas Governor Hutchinson uh, allowed a new law to go into effect that will allow employees to opt out of these vaccine mandates they're trying to push through by proving that they have acquired immunity to the virus or by submitting a negative test. Now, I'm wondering in this if it's going to include natural immunity. You know, if you've had the virus and you have natural immunity, which is, you know, up to 27 times more effective at dealing with this than the vaccine, than any of their vaccines. And then this is another good one I wanted to tell you about real quick. The New Hampshire Executive Council rejected a $27 million in funding, federal funding they rejected um, because it was for to advance the state's vaccination efforts. And they voted against accepting the funds making them the first in the nation to do so. The first to turn down this free money they're giving out for the COVID agenda. You know, there's schools. I saw a school with a lady at a school board meeting talking about five million something they had gotten in order to enforce the masking and shit. And this COVID nonsense, they're just handing out money to do this. That's what's making it happen. None of it's laws or anything like that. It's mandates and shit. It's not, they're taking your rights without the right to take them just because you're allowing it. And that's a lot of what stuff we're going to talk about tonight and get into. And we've also been working that on that in our series with Theorist George. And that's one of the things I want to tell you about coming up on the show. Tomorrow night, Theorist George is going to be back and we're going to be continuing our series. Uh, the reverse engineering of PNAC, the systems of control and breaking them down so we can better understand them and fight better against them. So we'll be continuing that tomorrow with him. Come back for that. And Sunday, I'm going to be on with Daniel St. John and talking about this show and all kinds of things and anything and everything, whatever comes up. It's going to be fun. So I don't know how long we'll be hanging out there. Uh, I thought it was the whole show, but then it turned out I kind of misunderstood that. I really don't know what's going on. Hopefully she'll reach out to me and let me know what we're doing, what to expect. So I'm ready. And uh, whatever happens, it's going to be great. Make sure you catch that on Sunday. And then October 26th, we're going to have the 400th episode of this show. We're going to celebrate 400 episodes of this show on October 26th. So make sure you come for that. And there's an event on Facebook where you can share memories. And I've got a bunch of things I'm asking about the show and anything. Just share it in there. And I'll be able to use all that when we do the party and the celebration. And real quick, though, I want to just talk briefly about change. You know, a lot of things have changed around here. You might not have noticed it. It might not have been clear to you at first. You may have just noticed something was different. Something seemed a little different. Well, a lot of things are. And sometimes change is good. It's necessary even at times. And I felt a lot of these things that we are doing now needed to be done. Okay, VK's down. So we, we, we lost VK. That's not the first time. That's happened about six or seven times now. So I may look again at our third platform. I don't think it's VK. I don't think there's a solid platform anyway. 
Uh, I don't know if it's censorship or problems on their end. We get kicked a lot there. But that's one of the changes, you know, focusing more on the uncensored platforms. There's been changes in the looks, changes of the format of the show even, you know. But a lot of that came from necessity, and there's reasons behind all of it, you know. And we'll talk about that too if you want. But it might have been when I shared the link for Rumble. I don't know what did it, but we got kicked from VK. Let me say hi to all the viewers here at the show right now at the live. But again, if you're here watching later on, please take part in the discussion. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you think about anything that we talk about or anything else. Even if you just say hi, please take part. I want to hear from you. And make sure to hit like and share. Hey, Lee, how are you? And what's up, Lolly and Diane? Good to see you guys. Sky's here and Riley. Hey, Riley. It has been a while. I'm glad to see you. I'm happy for you. I see a lot of good stuff's happening for you. You know, I'm very busy, but what I've caught, it seems very nice. And I hope you're enjoying all of that. And I'm glad you got to stop by. Hey, Joseph, how are you, man? Good to see you. Hey, Sean and Melanie. All right. She just started watching recently from New Jersey. So a new peep. She's a new one around here. This is a family. We have a discussion every night. It's great vibes here and a great comment section, great community thing we got going on. So it's a awesome thing we've built here. I really love doing it for you guys. And it's, it's an honor that you show up every night to let me do it. I appreciate that. What's up, Tony? Tony Smith, how you doing? And life is treating me good. Hopefully it's treating you the same. You know, when, if not, we're going to complain about anything that's bothering you tonight. And Bert's watching Friday the 13th. Maybe he's got us on mute and he's just commenting. But I was never into those, the horror movies. Never really dug those. Um, was actually scared of them when I was real little. Didn't want to watch them because I was afraid. And then later, it was just because I don't really like gore. Unnecessary gore. I've never been into it. Babel's loves horror movies. Absolutely loves them. So I get it. I understand it. It's just never been for me. Hey, Sean, I don't know if I got you. I don't want to miss you. Hey, hey, Aaron and Sandy, good to see you. Good to see Sandy's here. She's been having technical problems getting into this show and stuff, you know, because they mess with us and she's trying to use the other platforms. But I can tell you, go ahead and give up on VK because I think we're going to move away from them. This is like the seventh time in like two months that we've gotten kicked there. So that's out of hand. Hey, KT, how are you? Good to see you guys. Tell Ron I said hi. I know he's in Facebook jail. Tell him I said hi. And hey, Kalen, nice to see you made it. All right, so a lot of people here. There's some new stuff I'm going to be showing you guys tonight. I got some surprises in my back pocket, things I made. You may have noticed changes in the look, you know, little things. And we were talking about that a minute ago. I don't really like change, but I'm getting more used to it. You have to adapt and start to try new things. You know, it's a definition of insanity to keep trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I'm going to make sure that this show takes off and it's successful. And I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. So, yeah, I pay attention to all the little details. I put a ton of work into this stuff for you guys and do my best anyway to make you a good show every night. And if you guys appreciate that and you want to help us grow, please support us. There's a lot of ways to do it. And one of them is our merch. Now, I've been talking about making a new commercial for the merch for a little while. And saying I need to do it and saying I need to do it. I did it today. So I got a brand new commercial for the merch. I'm going to show you in just a second. But if you can go get you a shirt or a coffee mug or 
you can become a patron and donate to us every month and help us pay to do all of this and help us to grow. Please do that. But check out this new commercial. It's awesome. I did keep the same music, but I made a lot of different little tweaks and it's a little fancier. I think you're really going to like it. Check this out and I'll be right back and we'll get started with our theme. It's rant night. I got a lot of stuff to complain about with you guys. We're going to do all that in just a minute. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. Thank you, Tony, man. I spent so much time on that today. That took me a good solid two hours. You guys, a lot of people would be amazed how much work goes into just the level of production that I'm able to do. Think about what I would be capable of doing this full time. I would be unstoppable, man. But I've taught myself how to do all of that by doing it over and over and over again, failing over and over and over again and trying new shit. Keep going. There's things in there I still want to tweak, but I'm very happy with that one. You know, it does have the Christmas reference, so it's going to date itself really quick. But stock up, man. We got the long sleeves. I showed you the hoodies. All that stuff's there for you. And all of that's going to help support us. And you get something too. But donations are available. You can find a place to do all that. Everything at the support us tab on the website. But it is rant night. On Thursday nights, we rant and bitch and complain. Now, I have a whole presentation to go over with you guys that I thought was important. And I wanted to talk about. But, you know. I'm going to explain it in a minute. You know, I won't over explain it right now, but let me say hi to some people I just saw guy here. Hey, Vicky, how are you? And Holly. All right. So I want to go ahead and get started. Like I said, I got that presentation for you. Some stuff I want to complain about and get off of my mind. But anything you got on your mind, please let us know and say it in the comments. Second surprise, though, coming up. I made us a new intro for our rant segment. So I'm going to play that. And then we'll get started with the rants. All right, so it is Thursday, and on Thursdays, 
we do rants. We rant, we bitch and complain about whatever's bothering us, right? That's the theme. That's what we do on Thursday nights. So that's what we're going to do. This will be my section where I complain about what's on my mind, what I'm frustrated with, what I'm upset about, what I think is important. And you know what, though? It's a good time to really let you know that's what this whole damn show is. It's an opinion show. I give you my opinion. Now, I try to do that with honesty and integrity, and I'm always giving you my honest view on things, my honest take on things, on whatever we're talking about. I try to tell you the truth at all times. Do I claim to always be right? No. Do I claim to even always be on the right path? No, I don't. But a lot of people expect me to. They expect me to always get it right and to always agree with them. That's not what this show is. At its core, this is an opinion show. It is my opinion on things that I share with you guys. And we have a discussion based around it. But I'm the voice of the show, so it tends to be my opinion that gets out the most. And you may not always agree with it. And you're going to have to be okay with that if you want to keep hanging around at this show. You know, you could be like some people maybe, and you could be like, all right, I've been told motivation is blasphemous, even though that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's an opinion that I respect, okay? So that person chose not to come to Tuesdays no more. They were like, I can't. I think it's wrong. Not gonna. Like, that's cool. Came every other night. No longer comes now, but came every other night for a while, you know? Tried not to let it bother him. I respected that. He thought I was being blasphemous. He thought I was teaching people blasphemous things to try to make them like God of speaking against God, that you should instead give over to God and all this other reasons he was against what I was doing. He put all that aside and stayed. I don't know what finally made him leave. I'm not sure. But we have a lot of people that leave. A lot of people. And it, it hurts me every time. We build a connection here at this show. What we do is very personal. And, and you know, I think anyway. And I get to really enjoy what we have oh, sorry about that together and, and the conversations we have but i do know that at times we do disagree and people do get their feelings hurt it happens here quite frequently but you really can't do something that is censored around the truth where you're trying to do something of value and you're trying to learn and grow as a person yourself in an opinion-driven show without ruffling some feathers or you're doing a half-assed job that's the bottom line. I'm growing myself. I'm evolving. I would say if you watched every episode of this show up until episode 400, you would see a totally different Sean than you did on episode one. And I think that a lot of that has due or has been due to the discussions we have here. I've even learned from some of these people that are upset with me. I learn from everybody. I try to anyway. I try to stay open and learn so that I can grow. But reason this is on my mind is we lost another supporter today, and we only had five. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not complaining. It's tough. It really is tough. I hurt people's feelings all the time. They take me wrong. And, you know, sometimes I bring up beliefs and views that are very, very different from what they hold true. And I turn a lot of people off. So a lot of people come through these doors, but not very many stay. 
it's okay right this is what i want to do and this is the way i want to do it it's a reality of it we're trying to change the way people think man by opening their mind to different views by not always being right but just trying to have productive conversations about whatever comes up whatever we're talking about we can talk about anything and always do we have four different themes and regular guests everything comes up here literally anything but it all centers around what you guys are talking about so but what you get though is my views yours too much as i can include them but mostly mine so you get turned off man or you try to guide the show you know this latest supporter that we lost wanted to do that felt like me talking about all this bad and negative going on you know this person probably hated rant night so all we do is complain and talking about that kind of stuff in this person's opinion gives it power plays right into it and i'm actually doing satan's work under the guise of trying to fight it this evil that's as fucking crazy as motivation night is blasphemous it makes no sense there's no logic in it, but this person believes inaction is the way to go and just focusing on yourself and positivity and love and light. That's all well and good. Why didn't they feel the need to stay and challenge me? This place becomes an echo chamber, man. People will get rattled. I'll upset them with my rebuttal and they leave. Like, stay and fucking challenge me. Why can't you defend your shit? If you really believe that, you believe that's the way to go. I would have never blocked you. I would have never ran you off because that's the value in what we're doing here. You obviously didn't even get that. So I'm hoping that the four supporters I have left do. If they understand the value in what we do here and we'll grow from there. At our highest point, we were bringing in $120 a month on our Patreon. Now it's 28. I spend about 100 a month doing this. We'll get back to where we were and we'll get even further than that. I will get to where I'm going because I'm determined to get there. But the way we're doing it, it's insane. This idea is crazy. I've been working on a speech for episode 400, things I want to talk about with you guys. And a lot of it has to do with how I fell in love with this. But what we're doing is nuts. I want to do a true centered show on the Internet, which is heavily censored. But also, I want to do a truth-centered show, an honest attempt at a truth-centered show with integrity. Well, that's going to change with new information and upset people, all kinds of things. We run into that all the time. It's hard for us to build an audience while we're fucking suppressed because we're part of a group that's so fucking divided that we're powerless as shit. does us no good to have this information, to know these things, to understand the evil we're fighting against because we can't fight together. None of us can agree, man. We can't even sit and have discussions and grow and adapt and change and evolve so that we can better fight and become better people even. Grow as a person. No, these people aren't capable of that. They want to go to another room or another show where everything is agreed with. I want the opposite. I'm going to make it happen. We have grown from a little core of about five or six people that I saw every night to a core of about 20 people I see every night. And we'll grow to a core of 40 and a core of 60 and a core of 100 and we'll keep doing that shit until we get where we're going. Because I'm gonna do it if it takes 15 years. I'm determined to fucking do it 
and I'm going to keep doing it over and over again because I'm crazy like that, but I'm not insane. So we'll keep doing little things. We'll keep changing, but we'll also evolve. And if this person would have stuck with me, they'd have found that out, you know, and really they were, they were donating $5 a month. So $25 a show is what they felt my value was. Now that could have been all they could afford. I'm not shitting on it, but for 25 cents a show, you can't give me a chance. Maybe we come back around to whatever it was that made you open your pocketbook to donate to me in the first place where you found value in this. So you think because I'm talking about shit, how we're being manipulated and controlled and helping people to try to understand that and fight back against it. That makes me of no value. I'm not worth that quarter a day for the five fucking shows I provide for you every week. It's ridiculous, but you know, we'll grow to where we want to be and it'll be quality, not quantity. Because again, I'm wanting to focus around the truth. I want true supporters. I want to run with lions. We're fighting evil, man. I need people that got my back. Whether I hurt their feelings or not. Man, you know what? You guys hurt mine from time to time. Sometimes deeply. You got to be okay with that. We can't have a real conversation if you're not. We talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about. Religion, politics, everything you're not supposed to discuss. To be polite. You can't be polite and get to the bottom of shit. And that's what we're trying to do. And the thing that I wanted to talk to you about today, I, I got really long on that tangent. you know. But the thing I wanted to talk about is these systems being used against us. Now, dearest George... He hasn't told me yet what he wants to focus on tomorrow. I hope he gets with me and lets me know. He usually does before we get into it. So I like to prepare too. But he's trying to break down the different systems of control and the things that are being used against us. And we're learning about a lot of it. And that's great. I wanted to break down some of it too that I thought is uh, big parts of what keeps us divided uh, so effectively. A big one to me is nationalism. Nationalism is one that people get caught up in Real bad, real bad. And I don't think it's a bad thing inherently, you know, to take pride in your country and to care about things like that, these values, etc. All that's beautiful. But it, it gets way out of hand, doesn't it? It does. It does. It makes it to where you don't think. And they know that shit. You know, we cover this all the time and we talk about this, that they don't have loyalties to countries or borders and stuff like that that stuff matters to you that's important to you we care about that they don't but they know you do so they'll fuck with you with it man they'll talk about things like that the, for america for the troops support the troops you know that's a big one they sell a lot of stuff around that don't they they play you you know it's used against you so everybody, you know, they'll even attribute things to their hero characters, like Trump, for instance. Paul talks about all the time, well, he's a nationalist. You know, there's the globalists and the nationalists. No, there's not, man. They know you care about that, dude. You're being played. Maybe he is, but he's going to have to prove it to me um, beyond a shadow of a doubt. He hasn't done that yet. So I'm not going to look to a hero. We already know that that's not what we preach right here, or what we believe in or what I believe in. Again, opinion, show. So I just don't think it's the right way to go. But they use nationalism to make you think it is. Got to go vote, man. Don't you care about the country? 
What's going on? Lesser of two evils. Trump's going to save us. Then what they did to him the first time, they will never be able to do that again, man. Come on. Come on. That's not going to happen again. We wouldn't tolerate it. Yes, you fucking will, dude. You will. And then you'll stand down again out of nationalism. They're using that to fuck you on this. That you're an enemy of the state. That what you did was combative and violent. And you don't care about your country. They're selling it to the cattle. That you are a danger to the country. And they're going to use nationalism to protect the country. To make you an enemy of the state. And take away your rights completely. This shit is used against you. It's a tool of the powerful. Again, don't take this wrong. It's my opinion and my views on it. But I feel that you're being played with this. You marry yourself to nationalism and all this pride in something that you had nothing to do with, really. Big picture. I know you enjoy all these things in your regular life. And the history is nice. But you know that's a lie, too. So you're, you're basing it all on a manipulated story and a bullshit lie. Shit, everyone in here knows that this country is a corporation. That we don't have a real government either. At the national stage, it's all fucking theater. So... Where's this coming from with our side? I, I see us getting played with this. We know they don't care. We care. Our enemy does not. So the way it's sold to us and the way it's used against us is never in our interest and always to convince us to do something against our interest and against the interest of our nation. They are liars and deceivers and they trick you with this shit. So don't get lost in it. I don't say... Don't have that pride, but don't let it take your thought away and make it to where you're a more effective slave because you're standing behind beliefs or illusions and shit that aren't even real. You know, like I want to spend a little time on freedom. I think freedom is used to control us too. freedom. The concept of it anyway, or the way we're sold it is actually a really pretty package for slavery. Because we're not free. We can break that down in a lot of different ways. And every Friday night in this whole series on understanding the systems of control, Dearest George has broken it down beautifully and said it very nicely and better than I ever could. And faster, too. He talks faster than me. But you're not free. You're buying a bullshit lie again, you know. And it's an illusion. You have the illusion of freedom. They say you're a nice, pretty lie. And then regulate and fine and tax literally everything you do. Everything, man. You are not free. You know, can you just go sit in your backyard naked and sunbathe? Why not? Because you're not free. There's laws against that shit. Rules and regulations. You'll be fined and ticketed. You can't do that. You know, you can't even collect rainwater a lot of places. There's places where it's illegal to grow a garden. You free? Are you sure? You can't go fishing without a fishing license. How are you free? Well, really break it down, man. You're a free American? Are you? Or are you standing behind a lie and fighting for it even? Some people are dying for it because they're telling you they care about this shit when all they do, all they've ever shown you 
is they'll take every freedom of yours away that you will let them have. <laughs> Again, don't give a fuck about this. You do. You do. And this is one of the last places there's, there's the kind of freedoms we still enjoy. And what are we doing with them? We're letting them have them. The last little scraps we got on the table, and we're, we're letting them have them. We're not even protecting it. Because we can't stay united enough to fight us. But the cattle, they don't even fucking see it, man. They're waving flags. We're free. Woo! No, you're not. You're not at all. At all, man. It's a lie. Right there is the definition on the screen. It's the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. Do you have that? Apply it to whatever you want real quick in your mind and tell me if you have it. And then the liberation from slavery or restraint or, for, or from the power of another. We're all under the power of another. In one form or another, you are not free. You have the illusion of it. And they sell you that illusion to get you to defend bullshit you would never defend otherwise. And to fight for bullshit and to abandon all reason at times. For shit you would never allow if you really understood your real rights. What you should be able to do. What real liberty even is. You don't have liberty. If we applied natural law and allowed everyone to just be a sovereign being, as long as you're not harming people and you're following the natural laws, you can live as you want. Maybe that would be something closer to freedom. But what we have, we're fighting a bullshit system. We're fighting to protect our enslavement behind freedom and, and uh, nationality and all this other shit that they are showing you that they don't care one bit for. You know, out their mouth comes freedom, America's great, blah, blah, blah. And what their actions are showing you is they'll tear this to the ground and they're trying very hard to do that right now, you know, for whatever reason they're doing it. You know, I feel like they're unraveling society. This is the end game, but I'm being chicken little right now. I'm running wild with it because I've never seen them act this fucking crazy. I've been studying history for a long time. Never seen nothing like this. So I'm in panic mode. We'll find out later I'm wrong. That'll be great. Whatever they're doing. They are acting insane and trying to take as much of your freedoms away that you still have as they can, as you will allow. You know, and people don't want me to talk about this. They don't think it's important. We don't need to address it. We can just let it happen. But that's what the fuck happened, man. You became consent or content. You, you, you allowed this. You settled. You started to tolerate it. You let it happen. You looked away. You couldn't be bothered. You didn't want to be bothered. It was too hard, too much work. For whatever fucking reason, we allowed every bit of this. And they'll get it all by our inaction because of our consent. That's why I slipped up and said that word. Because really, that's what we did. We're consenting to it by allowing it. Evil doesn't take place because evil's so strong. It takes place and is so powerful because of the inaction of good people. The people to do anything to stop it or anything about it. We have settled for the way things are. We could change them if we would fight back effectively against it. But we have 
become content with whatever safety and comforts that we have, and we don't want them threatened in any real way. So we might sit around and be like, yeah, satanic pedophiles are running the world. We got to stop them. The child trafficking, the, the sacrifices, the, the greed, the suffering in the world. We got to stop all of this. But we're doing nothing to fucking do that. We all think we have the right idea, man. We're right about it. That's the main thing I know for sure I don't have. How did any of us ever become so sure? This is the way to go, man. Why do we even need to agree? Why can't we all just fight united against evil? We can do that at the same time without bickering. We can support each other even if we disagree. As long as we think that person's got good intentions trying to do good, man, they're fighting on your side. You don't have to agree with them. They are not able to settle for the way things are. They're fighting against it. They're doing something. Maybe you don't like it. Then it's not for you. See the value in it. See what they're fighting, that they're fighting the same things you are. See that. Focus on that. Maybe they're doing something valuable and you didn't see the value in it. You didn't even understand it. Because you didn't even look at it right. We got to learn to get along, y'all. You got to learn to forgive little disagreements and not get so caught up in bullshit that we become weak, powerless, and not able to fight against what's happening because that's real bad. There is no future or hope if we don't fight. If we don't own what's happening and take the responsibility to do something about it, nothing will be done. So, yeah, it's easier to ignore shit. It's easier to look away. It's more fun to talk about other things. It's easier to take the attitude that this doesn't affect me. That doesn't affect me. I don't need to be bothered with that. It's going to affect you. It will get around to you. They'll get to the shit you like. Just give it time. But there'll be no one left to fight for you. So I'm not waiting until then. I don't do that. And again, that's my opinion. That's my opinion on what the best thing to do is. If you don't have a discussion with me, if you don't stay and talk, how are you going to ever change that? If you don't expose yourself to things you disagree with, how do you get a chance to even expose others to things you find important? What's the good in talking to people that agree with you all day long? How do you grow in that situation? And how do you be effective against anything in that situation? It's just a fucking circle jerk. And it's useless. So I like the way things are. I like the way we do it. I'm going to stick with that strategy. But for that person, you know, this show wasn't right for them anymore. They didn't want that. They want to be agreed with and they want to guide and steer the conversation. I don't have no time for that shit. I don't find no value in it. It's not what I do. And this is this whole show is ran the way I want to run it. What I can stand behind, what I can be proud of, and what I can say, okay, yeah, that's the way I see it. I'm not saying I'm right. That's the way I see it. So show me where I'm wrong. You know, I was listening to a comedian today, and someone was heckling him because he had said something true that they found disturbing. And he was, he didn't even, re, you know, shoot him down. You know, a lot of times you'll smack a heckler down just for speaking out. It's kind of what we're trained to do. He didn't even do that. He's like, you got a rebuttal? 
waited a couple seconds and went on. You got another thing to say? You got something to tell me why I'm wrong? Otherwise, you're not adding value to this discussion. I love that. That was nice. It was Doug Stanhope. He's amazing. He's a very gifted comedian. Very good at what he does. John says that you people are so ignorant, you don't even realize Jesus was just a man like the rest of us. I don't know who you're referring to there with the you people. That's a little confusing. I'm going to do my best with that, though. Jesus is the son of God. So we'll start there. Let me, I'll give you time so I know I'm taking you clear. And Tony said they're slowing my voice down. They do that, dude. But it's mostly Facebook, the censorship platform that you're on right now. Rumble doesn't seem to have that problem. VK did, but the raw recording, it's recording right now too. And then I put it up as a podcast. That doesn't ever seem to have a problem. The podcast sounds beautiful. No hiccups, nothing. Every little thing that you see on these other platforms, none of that. Podcast is solid. So if you love high quality versions of the Sean Yankee show and the Morning Yank, check it out as a podcast. It'll blow your mind. It's amazing. But uh, he says, it's your show. And you're a God of the earth like me. Run your show any way you damn want to. I'm gonna, man. I'm gonna. Don't take me wrong. I believe in what I'm doing. I'm not going to do something someone else wants me to do. I would never be able to stand behind that shit. You know, I don't even like to watch other shows anymore because I don't want to be influenced. As stupid as that sounds. By people you guys like. I don't want you to see Del Bigtree and me. Does that make sense? I may be ready to watch him one day. People send me links all the time. They're like, Del's amazing. What if I start acting like him? I don't want to do that. You know, on that show Seinfeld, Kramer, the character, Michael Richards, he didn't want to meet the real Kramer. There's a real Kramer. He didn't want to meet him because he didn't want to be influenced. Kind of like that. So I got asked a podcast question the other day. What's my favorite podcast? I don't watch um, mainstream, not mainstream, but popular versions of what I do. My podcasts that I like are like Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast, different things. I like that kind of stuff. Different views even. One of my favorite YouTube channels is Academy of Ideas. I just like that stuff. Different thoughts. I don't always agree with them either. Or Bill. But I like it. Aaron says, very insulting. I don't know what that is in reference to. But he says, if you don't fight for righteousness, you ain't much of a man yourself. Cast the first stone, I'll take you to the river. I stand behind that. That's I don't know who he's talking to, but it's true what he said. And do, 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 do. Gerard says... If Jesus was just a man, just a regular guy, why is his name causing so much controversy? And I'm not as biblically versed as I'd like to be, but I heard something very interesting from another researcher on this very same topic. Why has his legend stood throughout history? You know how many people tried to eliminate Jesus just in his life? You don't think they could eliminate his story from carrying on? That happened on its own across different cultures. That's interesting to me, too. So I don't know. I respect your right to have a different belief. I even want to hear from you. I have so many friends that are atheists, not believers. And I have heated debates, passionate debates with them often. And it's not something that bothers me. 
I have people that watch this show that are spiritual, but they don't believe in God. Not the way I view God. They believe there's a creator even, but they don't like labels or they get weird about labels, different things like that. They get stuck on that. I don't either. I, I disagree with them. I respect their view, though. The main thing I know for sure is that I don't know anything for sure. And I don't think that I'll be judged by God for being wrong about anything I end up being wrong about. I think it's going to be that I tried to do right. I tried to find the truth. I think that God would understand that this world is a web of lies at this point. I don't think you're going to be judged for being confused or tricked. I might have missed some stuff John said, but I got another one here. He says, because the book is the most popular book in the world by design of the elites that rule over you through your fear. I'll come out. Are you people really this stupid to make these excuses? Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break that comment down. These are a lot of out of context things. So, John, if you would like to have an actual discussion on this where you can really be represented better than I'm going to be able to do from your comments, that would be I'm open to that. But from what you said, let me break it down. The book. I'm assuming you're talking about the Bible, is the most popular book in the world, okay? I'll give you that. By design of the elites, he says. That, I think, is not true. Are they pushing biblical prophecy into existence? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, they are. But it's for their own means and their own design. They've done everything in their power, actually, to eliminate God, to convince you there isn't one that it's laughable even. I think they like the way they're able to use the word, the word at least the way they've let it exist and, and, and stay to their benefit. You know, uh, a good example of what I'm trying to say is from that movie. You ever seen that movie, The Book of Eli? You remember why the bad guy wanted the Bible? It's kind of like that. There's a lot of power in it. It can be used for evil. doesn't necessarily make an evil thing. So... I don't know that I can agree with that second point. Um, they do rule over us through fear. That's accurate. And he wants to know how we can be this stupid to make excuses. Now that part, see where he goes to name calling? Right away that tells you he doesn't have an argument. He's already being defensive and he's using defensive tactics to lash out. So while he sits there and tells you how smart he is, and he also feels the need to tell you he's stupid, which I'm going to give you a little clue People that are actually intelligent don't need to do that. They don't find the need to do that at all. I, I don't ever feel the need to let people know I'm intelligent. I would much rather show them that I can speak for myself. And then resorting to attacks, even if you're mad, even if it's justified, automatically makes your point seem weak as a pointer, just something to look at going forward. Um, but I don't see ever being so convinced that you're right about anything. Um, I don't know. John says to you, stupid is name calling to me as an accurate description. Find me something else in the English language that describes it as accurately. And I'll use that word instead. Stop making excuses to run from the debate. I don't know who you think I'm running from, John. I'm not scared of you at all. I'll have you on the show. I actually send you a join link right now. We can have a debate in front of everybody. I'm doing my best with your shitty fucking comments, dude. You're not making a lot of sense. In fact, you did a lot of wasted writing 
to say a stupid fucking thing that you can't think of a better way to describe this with a different word. So right away, you're letting me know you have like a fourth grade vocabulary. But if you would like, let me know and I'll send you that join link and you can come on and we can talk about this or you can continue to come back and share your views on it. I like being pushed, man. Not even mad. I'm just letting you know I'm totally cool with talking to you. But I'm also open to the possibility I'm taking your comment wrong. I have to be. It's a live show. There's a lot of comments on the screen. So this is not personal. I'm just making a point. I would definitely have you on. Not afraid of debate. Not afraid of being disagreed with. I think that's actually how things get accomplished. How you learn things even. Do you think that I think that I have nothing to learn from you, John? I know that I do. I know that I do. If we spend enough time on it, man, and we started to agree, at least to disagree, we would find out we had other things in common. I bet you anything about it. I have a friend that I don't agree with on fucking anything. In fact, me and Babos have almost nothing in common. But I like being disagreed with. I don't need Babos to think my cartoon is good. I know it's good. And she don't need me to think her show is good. She knows it's good. She likes it. Don't matter that I think it's dumb. Don't matter that I don't see the value in it. And we love each other. Why can't people do that shit, right? I think she's wrong about lots of stuff. I'll be like, you're way fucking wrong about that. How can you think that? And I still love her and respect her. And she's taught me things. And, and we move on and grow. <laughs> That's how it happens. That's how it always happens. That's the only way it happens. But we do a lot of it here all at once and real fast. So people struggle with that shit and it runs them off. And I hate to see it because I love you guys and I love our conversations. And I actually want to be disagreed with. It doesn't give me a chance to try to make my point well if everyone's just agreeing with me. You know, I like to be challenged. Jared, Jared says, love emotions. Empathy didn't evolve from nothing. Emotions are good, and it's good to be passionate about stuff. You know, Babels came to learn real quick with me that I can be very passionate on a topic. We can have a very heated discussion. I am not mad at you. I just love what I'm talking about. I feel what I'm talking about, and that's the way that I fucking talk. Doesn't mean anything else. I'm not being aggressive. A lot of people take me as rude. It's not rude to have confidence in yourself, to have confidence in your beliefs and to present them in a confident way. I'm open to being challenged. John says, just trying to spread truth, man. Fight bullshit. That's all he's doing. Someone asked me if he was a live streamer. He said, maybe we can find a reason not the genocide to depopulate so much of the planet. Are you, are you blaming religion for that? No, that doesn't have much to do with religion other than Satanism. They are Satanists. You know, I think they want to kill us for a lot of reasons. I don't know that it's all around religion. You're fine too, dude. I hope you have a good time here, man. I hope you come back. I, again, meant that. I like to be challenged. We had a good conversation just now. I hope you got my point about Babels and me. We weren't arguing even. I'm not mad. I thought that was good. It was valuable. And, and that's how we grow, man, doing stuff like that, having those conversations. Like I was on that guy's show, man. I went on InfoWine News to promote this show, did an interview about this show. It was really cool. You know, uh, 
Check it out if you get a chance. But he didn't have fun, I don't think. Because he wanted to talk about Trump. And I could have talked about Trump. We can talk about Trump. But I got to tell you what I think about Trump while we do it. You can enjoy it. But why can't I give my views too, you know? And if my views bother you on it, why? Ask yourself why. Look at yourself for why. If you believe Trump's the answer, my views on it shouldn't bother you. You should take your time to convince me. Otherwise, I tried doing it with Gerard. I went on Gerard's show when I was trying to push Bernie Sanders. And I challenged him because he was pushing this, that voting didn't matter. And that was actually consent to the evil system. And I went on to challenge him. I've come a long way since then, but I'm always open to being wrong. Riley asked if I got my period. It is late and I'm very concerned because now I don't even know if I'm a man. What is a man? I'm, I'm so confused, you know. All these transgender people, though, by the way, that are mad at, at Dave Chappelle, there is no fucking way in hell that any of these people that are mad at him watch that special. Because that special, The Closer, was fucking brilliant. One of the best things I've ever watched by Dave Chappelle. Now, I'm not saying it's his best special. This is the greatest of all time to ever do comedy. Dave Chappelle's amazing at what he does. The art form of stand-up comedy no one better. And this isn't his funniest special, but as far as writing and a performance piece and a piece of art, it may be, is brilliant. I cried twice while laughing. To me, you can't top that shit, man. He's trying to make you feel an emotion. You made me happy and sad at the same time. Twice, brilliant. That special is brilliant. And if trans people really watched it, they would be using it in their own promotional shit but they don't really want you to respect them as a human being. They want you to change. They want you to give up everything to make them super safe, to change the world for them, not to accommodate them, but to change everything to accommodate them, to make the whole damn world about them. And if you're not doing that, you're opposing trans people because he spent a solid hour focusing on their issue. He didn't even care about that shit. He made that point too. If you took Dave Chappelle's whole comedy career and made a pie chart out of it, and you made a section for trans jokes, it wouldn't even show up on the fucking chart. He's been doing this for like 20 years. He makes fun of white people, man, and racism. Almost exclusively, dude. I've been watching him forever. I study stand-up. This trans thing is something he barely has talked about if you put it next to his whole body of work, and he gave you a whole fucking hour almost the entire special and made some fantastic points for you about how your people and you have feelings and all of these things. He got it across. Beautiful. The Daphne story should be in trans publications everywhere being shared far and wide so they can look at their own fucking community even and how they're so hateful and divisive. They can't even grow as a group and why they can't. It was brilliant. And they're playing themselves right now being offended by it. Because it was in, in their best interest. He didn't even have to do that shit. CJ, I feel the same fucking way, man. I'm going to tell you. I, you guys know I'm crazy. We did conspiracy theories and chill last night. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I sit there the whole time when I watch him now, man. Because that don't fucking look like Dave Chappelle, yo. It sounds like him. It talks like him. It writes like him. But don't fucking look like him. Now, he's a lot bigger physically. Could have hit the gym a lot. But his fucking face looks different to me, dude. I don't know how I feel about that. But something's wrong there. I can't, I can't deny that. How, do you, how does your face change? 
body type, you know, could be working out, changed his diet, got healthy, all that shit. But his cheekbones look different to me and shit, man. I don't know. I don't know. Holly thinks the same thing. Cloning centers. I'm talking about the writing of the damn special. I'm not even talking about Chappelle himself. I'm a fan, but I'm a fan of his art. I don't always agree with it. He's great at it. And uh, I recognize that. That's all I'm saying. And and Lolly's right. If you don't know Chappelle, you will when you're done. But look what, what I also thought was brilliant about that. It's the closer to his body of work on Netflix. And as a closer, one of the best, most beautifully written closing pieces I've ever seen done. You know, tied every bow neatly. And this trans one, though, he, he explained it all beautifully. They really should be using that and learning from it. It would do them all very good to just have to sit there like that clockwork orange shit where your eyes are pried open. And you have to fucking watch it and pay attention to it. And if you didn't get the fucking point, if you fail a quiz afterwards, we make you watch the motherfucker again because you need to learn what he said there. He doesn't care. It's not important to him. The laws aren't important to him. The subject isn't even fucking important to him. But the Daphne story told you without a shadow of a doubt that he sees the value in you as humans that just want to be happy and live a life. But you got to let us do that same shit. You can't expect us to change everything so that you can do that. That's all. That was the point of the whole fucking special. And this is true. Holly's right. The transhumanism thing. We covered graphene oxide last night on conspiracy theories and chill. This is a substance that I ended up finding out is in fucking everything. But it's nanotechnology. It builds a fucking robot, basically. You can add up to like six different ingredients to it and it knows what to do with them. And it'll build shit and do stuff. They can't even tell you how dangerous it is because it can be programmed to do stuff and reacts to frequency. So there's no way of knowing. Tony says, all of Hollywood is cloned for the most part. The cloning is the selling of their soul. They don't dream anymore. They're not even human. I agree, Tracy. Looks completely different, right? Something's wrong there. But that sound coming out of his voice is him, the cadence of his voice, all of it, the joke structure even, you know, it's him in that way. So what did he do? Did he do like Tupac? You know, they say Tupac recorded like 10 albums worth of shit before he died. I don't believe that either, but they kept putting out new Tupac records. He do that and he write 12 notebooks full of shit and, and they cloned him. And they've been using those jokes. I don't know how they did that. He walked away from $50 million, Lolly. Walked away from it and went to Africa. And they tried to convince you it was crazy, but that ain't what happened. He had integrity. You know, he's the greatest to ever hold a mic and stand up there and tell jokes, in my opinion. And wants to be remembered that way. And was surrounded by a bunch of yes men and a network that wanted to do anything and everything and just sell out entirely and couldn't tell anymore who was his real friends. So he broke away from it, among other reasons, from $50 million. He's ended up making a lot more since then, so it worked out good for him. But Sean said, and this is in um, rebuttal to John, so all this came from nothing, as far as there being no God. Just tell me one time when something comes from nothing. Give me an example of that. I'd like to hear one too. You know, they say that nothing exploded nowhere 
and became everything. It's total nonsense. You know what I mean? And then they'll explain that there must be a creator even, but they'll say it's a computer simulation. They always take God off the table. This elite power system that's selling God so much. They're selling all the fear parts. You're right about that. They're not telling you about God. And then they kill anybody that actually gets it right. You know, the stuff that's pushed to the top, all this religion bullshit and the hate and judgment and stuff. That's not right. I don't agree with that shit. That's what rises to the top. So what's being taught and pushed out by the elites? That's not God. And then they've tried to convince you there is no God. Some people so much that they'll say there isn't, which is one of the most arrogant things I can possibly think of to say that, you know, for a fact, there's no God. How could you say that? How could you know that? You don't even perceive reality completely. You can't. You're limited to your five senses. You don't even know what's fully going on around you. There's still undiscovered things that we haven't found with just our five fucking senses. There's a whole world going on around you. You can't even see. And you know there's no God. That's the most arrogant shit I've ever heard in my life. You know what I mean? I can respect different views. But you want to talk about stupid? That's fucking stupid. That's stupid. To claim there's no God. You can't possibly fucking know that. As far as I can see going, man, and not crossing over into stupid, would be agnostic. If you're claiming there's no God, that's ignorant. That's real dumb. Because there's no evidence for that. You have no evidence to show me there's no God. You can't prove it to me. You know what they always do, these atheists? They transfer that burden to me. They'll be like, I'm not claiming there's something. You are. You got to prove it is. No, I fucking don't, man. You're claiming there's no fucking God. Life has no meaning. I'm just a speck on a rock flying through space at unimaginable speeds in an ever-expanding infinite galaxy. You're peddling fucking nonsense. Prove some of that shit, and then we can get back to talking about God. You've created a world of cartoons, illusions, and made-up nonsense to support there not being a God. So I got to fight all that? Fuck you. You got to start proving something. You're claiming there's no God. That transfer shit is the weakest fucking argument and they'll stand behind it because colleges teach that shit you know they'll tell you that means you're right you know if they can't fight you they're trying to say something's real and they can't fight you no bullshit bullshit because none of us can fucking comprehend this reality even you got to start somewhere you're the one that your science your best fucking science you could put on the table is like hey it's more probable that we're uh, a computer simulation a fucking sims game they don't understand. They don't get why there's all these patterns in nature. They can't explain that shit. They always explain it with coincidence. Yeah, okay. That's nonsense. That ain't real science. So everything that you think, if you think there's no God, is based on nonsense. Like fucking children's cartoons and shit. They stand up to nothing. You're basing it on fake pictures of space. They've never even told you what outer space really is. Everything you've seen about it is fake. Everything you've heard about it is fake. The agency selling you the information about it is fucking fake. So, again, you got to bring some science to the table. You got to prove something. You're the one saying there ain't no God. I'm tired of that defense. That's ignorant. That's stupid, too. Those are a lot of things that are stupid. Being closed off, convinced you're always right. That stuff's stupid. You know, if you're seeking to learn, even if you're wrong at the time, I don't really think that's what stupid is. I think denying yourself information and marrying yourself to any certain belief and refusing any differing opinions, that's pretty stupid. So I'd rather be wrong and trying to be right than convinced I'm fucking right and wrong as shit 
you're never able to be right. So I'll just stick with the way I'm at. I'm what I'm being and what we're trying to do here and have these conversations, help us grow. And I've been bitching and complaining a lot tonight and ranting and venting, but that's what we do on Thursdays. Come back tomorrow night, you know. We got all that out and off our chest. Tomorrow night we'll have fun with our guest, Hysteris George. It's going to be back. We're going to continue our series on the systems of control being used against humanity to keep us down and keep us weak. We were talking about a lot of that shit tonight, too. And we talk about that a lot, you know, because I feel like that's what we need to do. We need to take our roles as leaders and take responsibility for what's going on if we want to make this world better. And that's what we're about here. But it's my opinion, my views on what's the best thing to do. But we're going to get there. We're going to get closer to it anyway by having these discussions and sharing your views with me and, and growing from all that and learning. That's what we're about. That's what we do every night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we gather here every night, everywhere you're at right now. If you had a good time tonight, come back. John, if you had a good time, come back, man. I want to hear from you. You were great. I used like six of your comments. We had a long conversation. I felt like there was things of value there for everybody. So I like that. Please come back. I had a great time with you guys. I always do, though. I love this, and it's an honor that you guys let me do it for you. So I'll see you again tomorrow night, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you.